You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 81. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack back like in podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode eighty-one. Ochenta, you know. Crack like it. What's crack like in, baby? On a little Tuesday here in the Chuck. Um, today we're going to be talking about aging like fine wine. No problem there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, with that being said, I think we all like wine to some degree. Some of us at the table are a little more knowledgeable than others. We might also, one of us for sure at the table might pop into a little bourbon chat, some of that. Um, and then we're going to analogize that to life in general. Um, we all are aging every day. Good old seconds are passing us by. Um, we'll also maybe ask things like, how do we want to age ourselves? So, maybe a little thought provoking for. You all tuning in and listening to us, and then maybe a little bit about aging and maybe outward appearance versus some inner aging. Johnny, what you think, buddy? Yeah, man. I think my innards are probably aging faster than my outards, hmm. personally. Hmm. I think it's the other way around for me. You see? <laughs> ah, your inside is still good, huh? All right. I know one thing. I'm definitely, like, you grow up, and you're in your youth and 20s and 30s, and you're just always young. But then there's a day you look in the mirror, you're like, wow, I guess I'm getting older. You know? It's like it hits you, and all of a sudden you realize you're like the old man. Oh, you're getting there. <laughs> it's super, super weird. I mean, not old compared to, like, my, my parents. But you know what I mean? I will be there one day, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty surreal when you see the reality of it hitting. No, I agree. You know, I always take the time whenever I'm traveling. Uh, like we were on the plane to Boston, I go through old pictures and delete the ones that, that I don't want or bad pictures. Or you know, I take a lot of joke pictures myself where I make fun of people. Where he stalks people. You know, I'll take pictures when they're, <laughs> of people when they're not looking and send it to them. So I delete uh, the things that I don't need anymore. And um, anyway, it was just interesting. You know, you brought that up and I was looking at some of the pictures and not many years ago, this beard was completely dark. And now I look at the picture like, holy smokes, that little, little salt and pepper. <laughs> salt and pepper distinguished look is coming on. <laughs> well, I can say this when it comes to it. Y'all have a few more miles on the tires than me, but you still seem pretty young. I'm not lying, <laughs> actually, in the scheme of life. So I feel like we all got to, hopefully, God willing, a little bit to go. You never know. Today could be our day that we get our number called. But in the scheme of things, hopefully I have a little more life to give. Yeah, you're right. You know, that brings me back to that discussion that we were having with uh, the honeybee, Bobby Honeycutt that mm. day. And he was Good old like, Bobbo. Shout out, Bob. <laughs> Bobby was like, oh my goodness, you're the same age as my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that too. And that, he was still shocked by that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but before That's we funny. get popping in here, we'll move our way over to Would You Rather, which Johnny, he's kind of our man on this, is going to take us in with another, I think, fan shout out here for you, huh? Yes. Um, soon to be fan. Hopefully he's a fan by now. Um, this was a young man that I encountered on the recent beach, uh, beach trip that I went to. Uh, 
little fellow I met in the pool. He kept following me around. He asked me if I was famous. Um, he thought I was Keanu Reeves for some reason. I don't know. I feel like I already have better acting skills than that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I told him about the podcast, and he was excited about it. And I told him about the Would You Rather. So he gave me one to try out. His name is Zane. Okay, so this one goes out for Zane. Appreciate the input. Absolutely, Zane. See Thank what you Zane. got, Bob. Are y'all ready? Let's yeah. do it. Would you rather be a wolf hmm. or eat an eyeball? <laughs> you said this was out there. <laughs> it's out there. That's true. That's a that's a good one. Here we go, Zane. Well, when you first be a wolf, I'm like, yeah, I could be a wolf. That's cool. And then he threw eyeball. I was like, well, if I eat the eyeball, at the end of it, I'm still human. <laughs> so I've eaten some weird stuff in my days. Um, eating goldfish, different critters, sushi. Matt doesn't like sushi. Yeah, you know, eating some octopus stuff. But you know, I think I'm going to shoot that eyeball. What is the origin of the eyeball? Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. What eyeball is this? Uh, a non-human. The wolf's eye. The wolf's eye. The wolf's I don't eye. know about the wolf's eye. I've seen those. What's that show on TV where he eats really just all kind of wild stuff from around mm-hmm. the world? Oh, um, yeah, Andrew no Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's eating some stuff that I'm like, there's no way I'll ever eat that. So I'm gonna go eat the eyeball. All right, eat the eyeball. One down, Zane. We got two more to go. Hot dog, what you gonna do? I'm going with being the wolf, man. Hey, probably the texture of the eyeball is not gonna do it for me. Got a weak stomach as it is. We've discussed. <laughs> <laughs> so just that alone. And I think the wolf, I just picture freedom, man. Running around out there. Uh, you know, maybe the Pacific Northwest. Kind of coming from that area, that pack of wolves. Mm. Um, howling at the moon. Ow! Exactly. I can see him out there, out there howling at the lady wolves. Oh, tired of being a wolf pack of one. Hey, I think that needs to be a new sign off on the cast. Is the, is the howl. We can do that one for today. Oh, um, but I just think it would be a neat experience, and it's really kind of a lesser of two for me. So I'm going to take the wolf. What do you think, Bob? Well, um, I'm like CC over here. I've eaten a lot of different things uh, in my lifetime, and I've actually eaten eyeballs before. Eyeball soup. Um, oh. It's pretty good. Oh, I'm wow. not really Where sure what the at? origin of Asia. I'm oh. uh, not really sure what kind of eyeballs they were, but uh, they were okay. little odd texture stuff, but uh, other than that, not too bad. Um, I don't know. It would be pretty cool to be, I think, a wolf pack of one or maybe a wolf pack with actual pack um i think you have some of that in you just in general yeah i think so too probably (laughs) um so overall i've already done one of them i guess i would have to try out something new and go wolf pack Mm. it kind of has the team wolf pack going you know a little (laughs) more roaming out there bro (laughs) let me loose on the range baby Exactly. I told you John has some inner wolf in him. Um, we could really see that in action out there. <laughs> okay. Let's bumble into the topic here. Um, aging like some wine. I think it's, personally, I was with Greg last night. We were chatting about this a little bit. I think it is. We do, um, we're all aging with time. Time's passing us by without even noticing it. I think John is, uh, makes a good point there with looking back at the pictures. Um, for sure. So you can see some physical aging. What do y'all think about the topic in general? How's it hit you when we when we just think about you know seconds in our life they're passing us by? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's creeping up on you every day, whether you want it to or not. Um, 
and it's it's something that you know can be a beautiful thing you know like going into the topic of aged wine you know there's a lot of complex uh, chemical reactions that need to occur for the sugars and the acidities to blend together to um, you know make those taste buds more tantalized whenever you consume it Uh, and I think we're along the same lines as that you know we have different um, things that happen to us every day and uh, we can choose how we react to those things it can be in a positive way or a negative way and it can be something that we can grow and um, you know become a better person Um, or you know you can have a negative reaction and turn vinegar good point that's or good is that point. like the time when you take the wine off and it's bad? Remember, if we were yeah. talking about this. Oh, yeah, I mean, you that's take part the of it. That's yeah. part of it. It that's gets right. corked, so it can age inappropriately and not taste so mm. good. Which I guess we can too. Yeah, uh, it's sort of. Um, I think of it. Like, think about your life. I think there's been points where people are like, "Hey, would you want to be a kid again? Would you go back to 18?" You know, your kids ask you that, and it's like, "Yeah, I had some great things, but if you had to start all over, it's like, man, like." If you look at where you're at today it's like just watching that life mature and all the experiences you had and if you had to go back and redo them that may not i mean i guess some people would want to go redo them but you know to get the beauty of what you have today it took a lifetime to kind of mature and grow so you know life becomes more complex but more beautiful i think as time goes on you get more wisdom we talked about that mm-hmm. and so yeah i look forward to talking about this because definitely food gets better in some situations with age and sometimes it doesn't like the vinegar or uh you know bacteria can have an effect on some things both positive and negative so i'm excited man it's a cool topic yeah you know what i think is kind of interesting i think about this all the time time is passing us by i try to i'm one that does try to live in the moment be cognizant of the fact that it is but it's still hard to realize that it's fast as fine then you wake up one day and like you're not expecting something and then boom you're like going down the road good example getting a restaurant like right or craig getting in the crying eagle um it's kind of a weird thing you don't realize something and then boom an opportunity comes or there's a shift something happens i don't know from a um, health standpoint in your family a career thing and different interest in life you decide to read a book um I just kind of think it's weird that you're not planning for things necessarily to happen, but time is passing and then you're evolving. So your interests are evolving in life and then boom, something happens. Just, just kind of a weird thing to me how things evolve in that way. One thing that I, comes to mind, um, we talk about bourbon, you know, it gets better with age for sure. It gets better with age, whereas wine ages in the bottle uh, and it stops aging uh, with well, ages, but it ages more in the bottle. When you take bourbon out of the barrel, it quits aging in the bottle. So if you bottle bourbon in 1960, and you drink it today, it's the same bourbon you had in 1960, oh. which is kind of interesting. Yeah, but is. what's cool is it I evaporates. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. It evaporates in the barrel. So they talk about the angels share in bourbon world. That's the part that evaporates and the angels get. Well, they had on some of these tours I went to in Kentucky, all these um, distilleries, they'll show a, a bourbon barrel with a plexiglass on one side. And they basically have water levels that show each year how much is left. And so when you get to like a 23-year-old bourbon, you imagine a 55-gallon barrel on its side full to the top. By the time you get to that year 23, there's literally about a tenth of the barrel left. Wow. It's that concentrated, that dark. So you only get a handful of bottles. So they're very concentrated, very complex flavor profile, but they're limited in quantity. And it took 23 years for it to get that character. So you know, if anything, if you keep letting it evaporate, eventually the barrel will be empty. Mm-hmm. And so I think our life is like that. You know, we're, we're aging, we're getting more complex, more beautiful, um, new things are coming out of it. But at the end of the day, 
it will evaporate one day and it will cease to exist. So life doesn't stop. So talking about restaurants and opportunities, it's like there's never been a better time to do the thing that you want to do or thought about doing or uh, to never be fearful about trying something new because this train's going and you might as well get on, take the leap because one day that last drop will evaporate. You know? uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's it's like something too when like you're going through something difficult in your life, talking about time passing by. Like it's like your life has stopped, maybe in a sense, but everything around you it doesn't stop. Everything keeps moving, changing, evolving. And I do like the fact that we're getting to see John Craig and his element talking mm-hmm. about some bourbon, man. For the listeners, Craig is a guru. Yeah. <laughs> when well, it comes to Cor- such Gregoritas and bourbon, he's a connoisseur. <laughs> Either just not, to see his face I, right I, now. I promise I'm not an alcoholic, but maybe I should open a liquor store. <laughs> got a quick question about that. Did yeah. you look around on those barrels where there are like straw holes where people are picking some sips out? Man, that seems like a lot of drop in the overall quantity. I know. That's amazing. It's crazy. And like when you actually see it. Now they do go in drill holes and they... Uh-huh. That's it, where the straw goes. It, they, it comes out until like they taste it and they plug it with a little wooden plug. But uh, it's really pretty cool because if you... Like, I've aged my own bourbon. I started with the distilled alcohol, the distilled liquor. You know, call it a white dog. Guru, as I said. Mm-hmm. And I bought a charred barrel, and I aged it for three years. And it's amazing because it was a much smaller barrel, so the evaporation process happened much quicker. And I think when I started, I ended up putting in about 16 or 17 uh, bottles of liquor into the, um, you know, the, the white dog, they call it. Uh, when it was done, I had about four or five bottles that oh, was okay. all that was left. Now, super concentrated. Yeah, was it good? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, so it, it was tasty. It, it wasn't, it was tasty. It, it wasn't happy. It, I, it was delicious and as I was tasting it, but I think it went past its prime. Mm. I should have pulled it a lot sooner. So it's got a lot of rich, heavy, dark, smoky flavors, if you like, scotch and that sort of thing. I tend to like more cinnamon, vanilla, you know, nutmeg caramel complex flavors yet still easy on the palate but it's true bourbon truly gets better with age and has so much character and what makes a good bourbon is not just the aging process but the recipe you know the barley the the corn the rye concentrations so it's kind of like us we're all kind of made differently so we're all beautiful in our own Mm -hmm. way but with age i think everybody has something that they can gain, learn that gives it makes them a little better version of themselves than what they were before. Even if in your early days you, you had a lot of vinegar in your life and it was rough, <laughs> you know that wisdom or that experience could be something you could share with somebody else to help their experience of life be better. And and that's a beautiful gift that you have to give. Amen, CC. Yeah, I think that's that's really well said, Craig. And I think that we do as we grow older, um, a our interests change, but probably our inner beings and inner wants and desires maybe come to the forefront more. I think we get more comfortable being who we are um, and or discovering more about who we are. So I think that it becomes maybe less about you know back when you're younger trying to fit in. I don't know, be well liked or uh, a perception of what we are versus when we get. A little older we discover more about ourselves and who we want to be and i think um you can really see a, a true inner self start to display too which is kind of like i guess you're analogizing this too to like the bourbon or a fine wine or something gets a little better with age and i would say that i think to myself personally and again we have a choice it's one of the good things of free will that we talk about kind of what we're going to do as we age which i think is a really um powerful thing that we're given in a lot of ways some within our own ability some not um, what do y'all think about the ability to have the free will to to decide, in a sense, how we're going to age and, and the person we're going to be? 
No, I agree. But, but I want to go back to something that CC said earlier. Um, you know, you're talking about um, wasting or going past a prime and losing um, the deliciousness of the, the the alcohol or whatever it is that you're consuming or going, you know, turning to vinegar. I think, you know, that a lot of people um, get stuck in things that they enjoy doing as uh, a younger person that over time, you know, you lose those abilities to physically do certain mm-hmm. things. Um, so, you know, like I talked about in an earlier podcast, you know, I had played sports when I was younger, kind of thought that was past my, uh, my prime and doing some of those things. But, you know, my wife forced tennis upon me and that was something else that I got to get into and really enjoyed. Uh, so I think, you know, some people have a lot a hard time letting go of, um, you know, playing baseball like yeah, you've talked about like in the past, that it's a difficult time. A lot of people suffer from depression uh, whenever they hit a hit an ending point in their life. Uh, but there's always opportunities to look for different um, avenues to, you know, express your athleticism in a different way or different interests. Um, so it's just an opportunity to look for something new. Well, we all know we don't lose our elite athleticism, John. <laughs> yeah, that's lifelong elite <laughs> athleticism. <laughs> That's that's awesome. For some, I, I actually got a follow up to both of those things you said. And he, y'all, he is an elite athlete. <laughs> he is an elite athlete. Although I'm, he talked about shooting some hoop pretty solid. I think we need to have a little basketball action. Hadn't done that in a while, but John can speak to it. He's been beaten two on one. Uh, one being Matt. It's true. One thing I thought about. Yeah, I got actually got a funny story, and I'm going to tie this into what we just talked about. Can't wait to see. Speaking about you know aging. Um, we talk about wine and bourbon taking a long time, many years, but you ever go to the, you know, recently we were in Boston and we got the 55 day dry aged prime strip. Amen. Uh, so for it. 55 days of aging, we took regular steak and made it exceptional steak, or I should say we added a lot of character. We got, it became more tender. The enzymes broke it down. The flavor profile got a little bit more, um, uh, a little bit more buttery, umami-type flavor. It got a lot more concentrated. It was really, really delicious. And so that was a, an instance where things aged. And this is kind of a funny story. I have a friend of mine. He's in his 60s. I'm not going to use any names. Um, and we took a, tr- a trip one time, and his girlfriend at the time was about 30 years younger than him. Uh, they're now married. But long story short, she uh, <laughs> definitely a huge age difference. Uh, blonde, you know, def looks like you know college you know sorority girl and he looks kind of more like um your your grandfather (laughs) anyway (laughs) anyway long story short he loves food and we're talking about we're at a steakhouse talking about dry aged steak and beef and we were having this conversation well then me and him started talking and his girlfriend was talking about how she appreciates fine wine she goes and i love dry aged beef well and she goes well obviously i like dry aged beef referring to her boyfriend And we just started cracking up, you know, and I just kind of giggled. But, you know, just going back to you can take small things in small amounts of time and make them make them beautiful. And so, like Steve mentioned, playing tennis, you know, and and Matt said about changing direction of your life, you know, sometimes just aging for an extra month or two, which means maybe investing that time in something new can give you this whole new experience or this whole new skill set. So it's like you look at your life and like, man, I missed out on doing this and this and, you know, have all this regret. How about you just say, you know what, for the next three months, I'm going to, you know, learn six guitar chords and play, you know, 10 songs. You know, that's something that if you something you've always wanted to do, you know, you're aging, but you're you're maturing and you're picking up a new skill. So I think in little, you know, 55 day 
Um, spurts, you can make, if you make a steak great, you could even make yourself better. And they say a lot of times it takes three weeks of doing something consistently mm-hmm. to develop a habit. So I think it could be the beginning of something awesome. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting process going, talking about the aged beef and uh, going into aged cheese, other things like that. It's, it's not necessarily a, a pretty process that you go through. You know, you get fungus, you get bacterial growth that, that is on it. That It's pretty wild that you eat it after all that stuff. But I think it's analogous that, you know, what happens to us during life. Uh, we have some great things that happens. We, we have some things that are not so good that happen. Um, and it's just how you deal with them uh, moving forward. Are you able to brush that off in the end, uh, clean yourself off and be the best version of yourself? Or are you just going to let that fungus chew you up? I think that's true. That's you can let it get the best of you, John. That's that's really well said. And I do think that um, myself personally, I've gotten, especially as I've gotten older, gotten more into the deep thought processes of life. Always been deep thought thunker. That to a degree. <laughs> but um, for instance, the books that I've enjoyed reading was never really a reader. Went to law school, did that, and that was about the end. Said I would really never read again. And then. <laughs> Have picked up. John and I were just talking about uh, the untethered soul here a little bit. John's trying to ring back for a second time to finish the book here, um, but sure. but I find myself very fascinated with that because I think it is cool that it pulls out from me personally more of my inner self or who I feel like I was uh, maybe created to be, which is a big interest to me as I get a little older. And I think it helps my own perspective in life to have a different look around. Also, with some of the the own, you know, we all like John was just saying go through things in life and those things I think do give you an opportunity to um, polish yourself a little bit make yourself a little bit better person and uh, I would speak to that a great opportunity again through the free will to um, to grow and change for the better absolutely it's like you know when you look at food getting better it's intensity flavors character depth um, you know whenever we're getting older we're becoming more experienced skill set we're getting stronger maybe getting more endurance uh it's like a physical thing you're working on um and improve wisdom and making ourselves a better version of ourselves. uh i think that's awesome i think another thing that's worth mentioning on this topic is talking to our good old um senior citizens or as john calls them seasoned seasoned that's seasoned citizen i like that i think it's good to to take a little bit of time to visit with them, learn a little bit, because um, especially uh, John and I were talking about this before the podcast a little bit. Do we all age better with time? Do we not? But I think there's, and I think we've talked about that on a previous cast too a little bit, but being able to um, soak up some of the information that they have. I still remember my dad, uh, his dad before he passed away, did some like recordings of like interviews, like from maybe like some family past history or things he had gone through in his life. I think there's something to be said for looking at how other people have aged in time and maybe using some of those tools, wisdom, et cetera, in our own lives, but also give us a little place to look as we grow as well. Age. For sure, man. It's like if I was going to make something I've never made before, I'll probably watch a video on it or read a book about it just so I don't make the mistakes. Because think how much time and energy you'll spend figuring it out when someone's already done it. So. Um, talking to our seasoned citizens that have gone through what we're trying to go through can give us advice on their pitfalls. Um, sometimes reading autobiographies of someone's life and just looking at everything they've done and accomplished, you can take their entire lifetime of experience and it's basically summarized for you and you can apply it to your life. So it's like you know, the more you can feed yourself 
all these experiences of others had, you can sort of shortcut and, and give yourself a more concentrated experience of, of life, especially if you want to do something new. You know, don't reinvent the wheel. Someone's yes, don't reinvent the wheel. Craig. Someone's awesome. done it, man. Someone's done it. See what they've done. This worked. This didn't work. And then you can apply it and add to the add to the story. No, I I, I am a big fan of the seasoned citizens. I love sitting with them, chatting with them, and hearing their life stories and hearing the things that they went through. I remember as a young child going and uh, hanging out with my grandfather, who lived to be in his early nineties, and uh, you know he went from the horse and drawn carriage to. You know, he he passed away in 1997. Uh, so the things that he saw change in his lifetime were just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what, you know, something you just said just brought to my mind. You, what do you all think about moving forward in the future? Um, are people going to still want to hear what the seasoned citizens have to say and look to them for wisdom? Or would it be just a quicker thing to say, oh, I want to learn how to cook this French dish. My grandmother was French, um, but I can go and look at this in the technology and watch a YouTube video. What do y'all think about that? One, one thing I've noticed is, um, you know, in our society, we're seeing things happen and, and people talk about, man, you, you know, history's repeating itself. Maybe mm-hmm. you should go back and look at, we've been here before, we've done these things, it didn't work out so well, but people are ignoring the seasoned citizens and the people that have been there and done that. And um, I think it's important because you forget, you know, somebody I said, like, there's a lot of things that have happened bad, but with enough time and generations, you forget all the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it like it's all new, but it's all happened before. And so I think that it could be very important to to not ignore that because <laughs> it could be bad. But it looks like people are, you know, ignoring a lot of the old stories. No doubt, John. I think that's a good question posed there. Um, I think it comes down to the person themselves and probably how they've grown up, etc. But I do think it brings me to a place we live in a very fast-paced society, want it now to happen mm-hmm. now. Um, I think that happens to all of us in some form of a degree, but everything really is at the touch of our fingertips. But if you go to this aging of whatever bourbon, wine, cheese, all these little examples we're talking about, I think that's analogous to also ourselves and growth in life and the, some of the seasons that we are in in life and the periods we are in in life having to go through that process to age properly or to get where we're trying to get in whatever season we're in, I think it can make a pretty, pretty big difference. And it's not something necessarily that you can just boom, make it happen faster because if there was the technology would do this for whatever, uh, this wonderful bourbon that Craig likes to drink, like it would happen faster for us if it could, but it can't, you've got to let it take its course and run its time. That's a good point. Actually, you know, a lot of things we want, we want them now, mm-hmm. you know, and we want the answers now. We want the solution now, but it just takes time to let things work out the way they're going to work out. And uh, when you give it the time, that's where the beauty occurs. And it's something else I reflected on. You know, talked about uh, our seasoned citizens is, you know, we do talk about how life is fast and we're going, 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 and we want to make things happen quickly. But it seems like, and it's, y'all could attest to this, when you have a client or a patient that's older, retired, and mm-hmm. there's always a little part of me that's just like, man, you know, they woke up today and all they had to worry about was reading their paper, having their <laughs> having their breakfast at the, uh, you know, Big Daddy's, and now they're trying to figure out what they're going to do this afternoon. And, that, you know, that's awesome. That's pretty beautiful that they can have that kind of peace and be and not have to worry about a lot of the anxieties that we put on ourselves on a daily basis as far as trying to achieve, create, go, do, be, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that me and uh, my boys have been doing here uh, recently as we've been going and had breakfast with the seasoned citizen. That's right. Y'all, y'all, y'all still doing uh, we haven't it, huh? seen her in a few weeks. We've been out of town, but yeah. uh, well, we, I'd like to get back to it soon. And, you know, it's just, she's an older lady. Um, we saw her eating there by herself, and she was 
wanting to chit chat and play with the kids. So uh, the next time that we went, I asked if we could sit with her. So we've gone and had breakfast with her a number of times. And, uh, she, you know, just the wealth of knowledge, just the wealth of uh, peace and joy, you know, coming from this lady. You know, she's not stuck on her phone and looking at the technology. She's just enjoying the breakfast, enjoying, you know, the conversation that she has around her. It, it, it's pretty neat to see that. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful That's thing awesome. what y'all are providing her because her perspective on the situation, <laughs> I can only see it with tiny running all over the place, uh, is probably something to be said itself. What well, The eyes, you know, looking from someone who is uh, grown and had some miles on the tires, you know, seeing life through a youth uh, and the excitement and joy. I think that's a wonderful thing y'all are doing, buddy. Yeah, and that's I think it's awesome. something for her, you know, you just see the excitement and joy of the youth, uh, you know, that she sees in my small kids who are throwing um, – you know, waffles and um, stuff all over the place. She, you know, she, you can just see the joy that's uh, expressed in her smile and her eyes, and it's just a, a neat thing to see. And that's awesome, John, that you're doing that and involving your son. And I think back to when I used to have coffee with my grandmother. She had her coffee crowd, so she had like three or four friends that would come over every day at 3 o'clock. Herds of wisdom there. Every day. Man. Herds of wisdom. But, you know, she had a little plate of cookies. Either she made them or she bought them, but whatever. There was some dessert, and I used to have coffee milk. But like coffee milk, you know, that's what I had when I was young. Kind of looking back at our at our senior citizens and the fact that they reflect a lot more on that time and they can visit. And I think a lot of us grow up and look back and look at all we did. And we have our families, but I think it's important to, uh, you know, you think about all the different ingredients that go into a, a wine or a bourbon to make it special. I think life's like that. So if you try to do it yourself, you know, it might just not turn out as good as if it has the complexity of a lot of friendship and love and family. So. You know, taking time to do stuff with people that you care about, your buddies, uh, your family, even if it's not necessarily the most convenient for your time, I think that's where all the joy comes out of and the true depth of life. So you can look back on your life and whether or not you accomplished what you wanted or whatever materialistic things you're searching for, but if it's the, the depth of your relationships have gotten better, your your friend network, and something that Matt was talking about, your relationship with God, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's one thing. And I'll let you speak to that, Matt, because you were talking about it, and I agree that's probably huge. Yeah, I think over time that it, it's a great opportunity as we grow. I, I myself can personally say in my journey in life, um, I went from being a person that was very like boom, 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 definitely would go to church, um, involved, pray a lot, but didn't, as I've gotten older, I feel like I've gotten to know God more. Um, and so, again, as we age, I believe like our there's great opportunity for our relationship with God to age because we become a little wiser, a little more wisdom, and we start maybe seeking some of that wisdom, some of that relationship with God, a little more understanding of the biblical happenings when we read the Bible. So, yeah, I think it's a, a wonderful thing, Craig. Yeah, I think some people are, are born with it and just have that intense searching, seeking relationship with it. But I think for a lot of people, it takes some time. You know, you get through your youth, you, you act silly and do wild things, and you know, then you get to a point to where, you know, you may be getting closer to the, to the end of your life and you start, you know, questioning what's going to happen whenever this is all over. And then, you know, I think in general, most people towards look towards those things later on in their life. Couldn't agree with, more with you, John. I think you do see that a lot um, in life. And I think that's the cool thing about um, all our relationships with the Lord. They're at different times, different places uh, happen in different ways, which is a neat thing about life. If it was all the same. It'd be uh, pretty boring. Um, well, look, we'll bebop our way into the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. And I think Johnny's going to be providing that to us this week. Johnny, which one or both of them? What you got going on over there? Well, what I did was hit some gas, baby. 
So okay. we were uh, on vacation last week. We were in uh, Orange Beach, uh, Alabama, uh, with a couple of friends, a um, couple of different families that we we're hanging out with. And um, we got a text while we were over there that my uh, godson, Jordan Smith Jr., uh, was going to be baptized on Sunday. So he's had some health problems, and they haven't been able to uh, baptize him yet. So uh, we cut our vacation a little bit early, hit the gas, and jetted from Alabama to Houston. So that was my opportunity to uh, hit the gas this week. And it was an interesting thing. To start off, I'm going to go back to a little bit on the trip. You know, we go there, <laughs> we get into the, the beach, Matthew's first time, you know, in the warm water, uh, immediately gets hit in the face with a wave and throws up all over himself. <laughs> this happens again within 30 seconds. So after that, he was pretty much keeping himself on the, uh, the Lord sand died. after that part. So, but on the way home, you know, we were cruising back. We were about 15 mile or we were about 15 minutes from, uh, from home. And I hear Matthew making some funny noise. So I turn around and look in the back seat and he doesn't look good. And he's like, dad, my belly hurts. So I grab his shirt. I'm trying to, I can tell he's about to throw up. I'm trying to hold his shirt up so we can kind of contain this. And, man, he just pops, just throws up. Oh. And he's like, it still hurts. So I grab a towel. We're trying to contain this, you know. And, man, he blows up again. Boom. Throws oh. up again all over. Poor again. time. What a trip. Poor guy. And it goes back to something that we had talked about, you know, in a bunch of different podcasts about being childlike and looking at things uh, from from that lens, that perspective immediately after he quit you know he threw up twice and then he did dad look at the beautiful sunset (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome oh man man. so that was my hit the gas time for this week (laughs) um you know what i think is kind of cool about that john you just mentioned the fact that you bebopped your way all the way over there to texas cut the vacation a little bit sort and that toggles in with what craig just said to kind of close his points out a little bit about uh, experiencing those things in life, making sure you um, do sometimes experience different things, even though you might not want to and might not feel like it. It can provide you a lot of uh, inner joy and the other person as well. So I think that's pretty cool. And guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. If you uh, do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we would much appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Ow! Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing. Sun is shining. Nothing more I Sing with me